Welcome to Level Up, the podcast designed to help you win at work and make you master of your money. This is your host, Jen Simons. We at Uploan hosted a live roundtable last week with top minds in HR leadership. It was yet another Uploan effort to support our frontliners of the business community, UHR teams. In case you missed it, I'm sharing it with you here. Enjoy. I've got some amazing panelists for us today. Um, let's start off by describing our very own VP for People and Culture at Uploan. You may know her also as Madam HR on the Underpaid Podcast of Podcast Network Asia. Welcome, Fleur. Thanks for joining us today. I know that everyone is so busy and probably just as busy as our next guest, Pat Soyao, is an honored educator. He's a really sought after speaker and I'm sure you've seen him on LinkedIn. He's super passionate about learning and development. And today he's sharing with us his expertise from all of his years in recruitment. He specializes in very specific technical roles. Thank you so much for joining us today, Pat. Thanks for that, Andrew. Nice to be here. Next up is actually a really fantastic partner of Uploan. Miss Epi Legaspi is the head of human resources at Hospitality Innovators Incorporated. This homegrown hospitality brand brings the best of our Filipino smiles to through travelers across so many boutique hotels and one of them is actually in my neighborhood, so I know firsthand that their teams are super motivated and always give guests the best experience possible. Welcome, Miss Epi. Thanks for being here with us. Hi, Jen. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. We're so excited to hear about your learning programs. Um, speaking of learning, uh, somebody we can learn a lot from also today is Vanson Saw. He's the head of People Central at one of the companies that's made a huge impact on how we do business now. Canva actually makes me feel like an artist myself. Um, so I'm super thrilled you're here with us, Vanson. Welcome. Thanks, Jen. Thanks, everybody. Looking forward to a very meaningful uh, conversation this afternoon. Our final guest for this panel conversation is Mikel Balansag. He is a thought leader on LinkedIn. So I'm sure you will recognize him from his inspiring motivational posts, always keeping us upbeat. Um, and he's joining us as CEO of his own consulting firm. Um, we're going to ask him a lot about his experience supporting multinational companies and his work with um, companies like Sutherland, JP Morgan, Chase, and Alpha Aviation Group. Let's welcome Mikael Balansag. Thanks for joining us today, Mikael. Hi, Jen. Hi, everyone. Really excited to be here. I'm going to start with a couple of really simple, straightforward questions just to describe how you guys have evolved and revolutionized the way you work in this like unfolding normal, right? 
let's start with um, with Fleur because I know that firsthand that we're in a hundred percent work from home setup yes. at Uploan, and that being physically distanced from each other, especially with a startup company where you know most of our employees are quite young. Uh, there are so many challenges, not just in operating procedures, but also to keep employees engaged. Right? Could you tell me about a couple of creative ways you've kept employees on board with the culture of Uploan? Sure. I guess you can also answer for me, but yeah, let me know if I miss anything. Um, but first, personally, I think it's also a major adjustment for me, particularly. I have been working physically in the office ever since I started working. I've never been used to being, you know, um, at home. I've never actually had my own home office set up until early last year. So Now, I think one of the major challenges um, and adjustments I had to go through having to work from home um, since the pandemic was really not having that physical and face-to-face interaction with most of the employees. I think I'm in HR for a reason. I'm such a people person. So not having that kind of interaction uh, was such a big adjustment. On a general sense, though, in the team in HR, I think... You know, we've always been getting data. We've always been trying to know how our employees are. But there's a different feel when you're in the office walking around, getting a temperament check of, you know, what the vibe is in the office. So I think that's one thing that we missed. And that's one thing that we really, really want to be able to get back to. I think just right now we have to find ways to do it without being physically in the office, at least temporarily. Um, How? Well, that besides... um, our, our regular surveys speak on, we have also been doing some kamustahans. So we have um, representatives from people operations team reach out randomly to some employees just to get to know how they are. And if they, they, they have insights that have not been you know, sent out in surveys that uh, we do regularly. I mean, everybody's dealing with this detachment from that community, which doesn't just affect us as individuals, but also is a challenge to keep everybody on track towards our goals, right? Everybody needs to remain motivated in order to keep working towards the same vision. Like, do you guys also use surveys at Canva, Vanson? Sorry, Vanson. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, surveys are a good source of insight and information and helps us in HR put our finger on the pulse on what's the hottest things people are talking about and how they feel generally, especially now that we're distributed. You can't really see or observe people in their uh, workplaces. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Is there anything else that Canva does that, that, you know, I just imagine Canva as like a super creative workspace where everybody's always drawing. Like, it's totally just my imagination, but... Do you guys challenge each other to drawing contests or something like that? <laughs> uh, maybe in the design team, yes, no. But um, I guess to answer your question, the other creative things that we've done to be on top of our employees' emotions and their uh, outlook, especially as we continue to work remotely, is to actually deliberately bring people together virtually. Uh, we run a lot of coffee dates where the company um, supports people to go out and get something delivered and um, just sit down and not talk about work 
Um, we also partner with different merchants that organize games or plays or concerts, you know, so that the employees can still feel that they're enjoying something that they love together. Franson, hmm. uh, weren't you, uh, you guys did Mr. M- Mystery Manila, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, we do that. We do that. We yeah. do that. So Actually, I mean, we also did, the reason why I know is because we also did Mr. Manila to engage our employees. And we were three minutes short beating the <laughs> record, which was from Canva. And I was, <laughs> oh, wow, leaderboard. Yeah. I remember I asked them, who's the... Who's currently leading? Oh, your uh, Canva is leading. I was like, what? <laughs> We're three minutes away. <laughs> I wonder if a cloners can beat that, Jen. Well, this this sounds like a challenge, <laughs> Faye. We can do it. I'm sure if we put our heads together. But Mystery Manila is such a great um, example because it really forces you to work as a team, right? It forces you to communicate in ways that we used to communicate. It's pretty challenging to find ways to even get, understand how what which situations are going to be fun for like the vast sorry the many different types of of people who populate our teams nowadays and as a result there's been quite a bit of churn right of team members over the past two years so uh i was curious pat actually if I mean, I know you've had thousands of interviews with expert individuals from from various industries and just curious about what things you've noticed that uh, job hunters or even like existing employees nowadays are preferring. Like what do they mention as a priority for them? What do they ask about? Here's a short story about one of my clients is one of the top uh, digital ad agencies in the Philippines and uh, the owner called me up and he said, Pat, I have a question. Is it common for employees to resign even without a job? And I, I remember I replied to him, why? Because we are having a lot of attrition and I'm surprised we pay above average and then people are resigning without any safety nets or without jobs and people are leaving. And I, I comforted him with some market insights and I just mentioned to them, yes, people are actually leaving. Uh, right now, there's a huge attrition rate in multiple companies. And this is just my opinion about it. One reason why there's a lot of attrition during these days is that the current setup work from home. I think work from home works, but the problem with work from home is sometimes we lose that communal feeling, just like what Flora was mentioning. She wanted to go back for the communal effect. And in turn, what happens there is that we're not so invested with each other. Uh, we're not invested in our coding because we haven't really built anything. So just like what I mentioned earlier, us in our organization, we really do our best to, to engage as such a thing like uh, Mr. Manila, where Canva holds the record. And then other things, we did Comedy Manila. Uh, we had some nights where we sent drinks to our people and then we did Comedy Manila where we watch comedy. And what do people are looking for right now? Well, a sense of commu- uh, community. Going back to your question, the sense of community, that in effect also reduces the attrition because now you are invested with each other. So are we just going to power through with the resignation because we can't fully work from the office? I think as HR practitioners, those are the things that we need to address. How do we recreate that sense of community if it's such a basic human need, human resource? 
diba? So that's uh, what our employees looking for right now. It's not good compensation. It's a given. Is it flexibility? That's a given right now. But what they're looking for is that sense of community. And us, HR, that, is, that weight is on us. How do we sense that sense of community in such a virtual world? It's definitely a huge part of being human, the social aspect. And just to kind of see the other side of this coin, I was hoping to ask Ms. Epi, who is one of our leaders in the hospitality industry that's really had a difficult time of it these past couple of months. Um, I'm sure that you do a lot of of training to assist your teams to build not just the social atmosphere, but also to stay so happy because it's it's a scary world out there. How do you equip them for it? That's true, Jen. No, it's really definitely it's really challenging to keep to keep them engaged and upbeat no, under these circumstances, especially that we know that all of the employees also have their own personal um, situations that and ways of coping up. But for us in HII or in the hospitality industry, Slowly, we, we try to, to ask them to report to the properties. And within that property, you know, um, in, in, the hot, in the hotel property, our HR are trying to slowly engage them into having face-to-face activities, of course, without, without violating any, any health and safety guidelines that we have. So now the, the, now the HRs in our properties touch base with all of our employees in the property and those who are working home to build, to at least have them feel that sense of community and belongingness. I think that's one thing that, that our employees are looking at right now, that someone will touch base on them and ask them and how they are, not because of work, no, but because of the personal on a personal note, how their families are, how they're coping up with, with the pandemic. And I think even if it's done virtually, as long as you keep your conversations and your sharings on a personal level, that would still build that sense of belongingness and community that we're trying to look for. In terms of training, it is a 180 degrees turnaround of how we have to um, exert or how to show customer service in this in this pandemic. Because it really isn't like before that we have to deal or have to make them feel face-to-face that we're going that extra mile in terms of customer service. No? So what we, what, we, what we do with our team is to really um, give them small projects and give them um, a proper forum where they can express their, their experiences in how they handle adversities. We give them a time for them to share um, what their troubles are, how we can help. No, um, in terms of the guest handling, we're very much on top of it. Every single detail that falls short of how we deal with the customer service, it is already called up to the corporate office, and corporate office digs in to help help the employees, no, and on how to to evolve or how to adapt to the new normal in terms of customer service. I see. So it really is like a constant effort. It right? is. It, it is it, a constant effort. It just doesn't end, right? It's it's really something you have to keep keep an eye on and keep refueling yourself, right? To- you just have to really, you know, plan, adopt, and then if things change, you all, always go back to planning and then adapting. I think that's going to be the the cycle right now that we have to to learn and to have to have to embed in our ways of living already. 
yes, there's always going to be difficult times, right? So, so that adapting to change is, is super valuable as a skill. Um, I did though mention fear as something that is sort of something different when it comes to, to the workplace, especially when you're in in person. And so I wanted to, to include Mikel in the conversation because there, there have been so many years that you've been involved in helping your clients deal with change in general, right? And I know that you have some recommendations specific to this, this current crisis. Thanks, Jen. Um, well, it may sound like as if I'm re- reiterating what everyone said, but it really boils down to making sure that everyone's engaged um, at work, regardless of the setup, be it work from home, be it office-based or hybrid setup. It's always important that you keep everyone engaged and motivated. Um, Engagement has and will always be uh, the key in making sure that uh, we combat any fears, any personal issues that employees are, are feeling right now. It still depends on what the direction of, of the company is. If the plan is to stick with work from home setup, which we've seen a lot of companies now shifting to a permanent work from home setup, then HR people managers should create activities that targets openness, collaboration, as what uh, the other uh, panelists had, had mentioned earlier, that sense of belongingness. It is extremely challenging, but that's what we're here for, uh, to make the impossible possible for the organizations. As what you've mentioned earlier, we're the corporate frontliners in this field. Now, if the organization is looking at maybe a hybrid workplace or a hybrid setup, similar to what we're doing, uh, some of our employees are working from home, some are working on-site because it's actually the employees who are insisting uh, that they wa- that they wanted to start working on site as long as they follow um, health standards, health protocols. The common issue or, or, or mistake there is creating activities that only involves maybe office-based employees uh, or maybe just focusing on home-based employees. But really what we need to be targeting is creating a platform, a, an activity that involves everyone regardless if they're home-based or office-based. And yeah, everything is impacted by the level of engagement of the employees of the company, regardless of the situation. Engaged employees will definitely do more. They will definitely be more. And more is always good for business. So it impacts everything. Um, The employees' morale, fears that they may have, and the growth of the business as well, Jen. There's even more to this inspiring conversation with these HR superstars. So don't forget to follow us on Spotify or wherever you're listening now so that you also, I'd love it if you could share this episode with a friend if you enjoyed yourself. You can also join the HR Game Changers group on LinkedIn for more resources to level up your HR game. Next week, we'll dive deep into psychological safety and your employees' mental health in relation to employee engagement. You'll hear from the same guests you met today. They will give you the do's and don'ts that you can take straight from our expert panel and right into your 2022 planning sessions. So don't miss Level Up next Monday. Meanwhile, 
Keep your head up, baby. You got this.